Hi, and welcome to Miss Misunderstood. I'm your host, Emma Garrison. This is how I went from being asked out as a joke in fifth grade to now competing in the Miss America organizations. We talk all things boys, life, and just being a 20-year-old. Think of it like Botox for the heart. Enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome back. We have a lot to unpack today. A lot. So, where shall we start? Let's start from the very beginning. So this episode today is called, If the Fabric Won't Work With You, Don't Work With It. And it's all about people pleasing and standing up for yourself and staying true to who you are. And that is what today's episode is about. Because we have a story, a couple stories actually. And this might be a longer episode, but that's okay because we love listening to ourselves talk. That's why we're here. So fast forward to July 8th and or two days before, so the 6th, and this guy asked me out on a date from work. He comes in, and we heard the French fry episode. We all know how this goes. So anyway, I broke up with him. The kid that made me a fake prom, I broke up with him because I felt like, it sounds weird, but I felt God telling me that I needed to let him go. And I didn't know why, because he was everything I ever wanted, but for some reason I was like, I need to give him to God, you know? It's hard to explain. You're all like, Emma, you're crazy. Just let, like, accept a good thing in your life when you see it. Well, I'm not like that, and I'm not mentally stable enough for that. So I let him go, and I broke up with him, and it was very, very sad. I cried. I couldn't eat. I was very bummed because I really did like him. And uh, he wrote me this letter, and then I realized that it wasn't about me. It was about me having faith. And we got back together, and now our relationship is stronger than ever, than ever. And yes, I did save relationship, and guys, I have a boyfriend. What? She hasn't had a boyfriend in two years. What is this? She has never heard of that word. That's like a swear word. Boyfriend? Commitment? Who is she? I know. Crazy. So, yeah, I have a boyfriend. We'll see how long this lasts. I'm hoping it could last at least a month. My goal, I really think this could last for six months at least but I think it could go on for a long time he's very sweet very nice he treats me very well it's actually concerning how well he treats me it's almost like do I trust it which I'm still trying to accept the fact that he treats me so good like the kid I broke his heart and a week later he takes me to a waterfall picnic and plans the whole thing just forgives me like that I'm like what that's like what very confusing he's a gem an angel sent from above i swear you guys he is the most i this kid the most mentally stable person i've ever met in my life which is why we're so great together he just so stable like no trauma ever like he just is chip chip chop mental stability state he is the staple child of mental health this kid doesn't have an anxious bone in his body and he is just perfection mentally which I the slightly neurotic control freak anxious wreck I am at times just loves it and he is just so great with me like it's like almost a parent not okay that was very bad that's very bad term Emma we're not okay oh I wish I could edit that out but I don't know how to edit but anyway he just is so caring he's gonna be a great parent great parent someday he's so calm and collected which obviously i'm i am too very calm very collected 
so it works great <laughs> literally when they say opposites attract okay you guys he is very outdoorsy i don't believe in the outdoors or i used to not believe in the outdoors i am currently in locked in my walk-in closet we're recording this episode in the dark so outdoors not her but i have bought a camo jumpsuit a camo freaking jumpsuit crazy right And I have a point here. We'll get to my message, but this is just the story to get to my point. So anyway, um, we have been doing really good. You guys, I wrestled, wrestled with literally a one pound, like very, very small, like granola bar sized bluegill fish for 15 minutes, wrestled, and I screamed and fought to hold this fish for one Instagram picture. You know, Instagram versus reality. If you go on my Instagram, there's a picture of me holding a fish. You guys, I literally almost cried trying to hold this fish. This boy is so outdoorsy. He lives for the outdoors. He camps. Ugh, ugh, he camps. Ugh, throws up. So, yeah. I have uh, recently gone to TJ Maxx and gotten... I am very confused of what people wear in the outdoors. Like, do we wear cute clothes, outdoorsy clothes? I bought a top that looks like a picnic blanket. It's cute, but it looks like a picnic blanket. Um, It's like the red checkers, very southern-y. But anyway, really like the guy. But this is my point. Uh, Before we broke up, I was kind of hiding this version of myself, the faith part. The very, like... I want to talk about Jesus or like I want, you know, that's something I always wanted a relationship and I didn't like we didn't have that. And as much as I liked him, I knew I was like, I don't know. And I stayed true to who I was and told him like, this is who I am and I'm not going to be ashamed of it anymore. And I met somebody for coffee, an old friend of mine, and she told me she was like, you know, I think it's more what we're afraid of most exposes our unbelief. And I was like, wow, like, the things we are afraid of in our life, like me losing him or, you know, a dream that I have, you know, being become, become, becoming Miss Lacrosse or, you know, really those dreams that are in our hearts, like, when we are scared or when we're scared of anything in life, like, the good things, like, that's more just like an unbelief that God can't move those mountains. You know, that doesn't mean that he will, but we had just have to believe that God knows what's best for us. And we have to trust that he's going to, like, his will is better than our will for ourselves. And Elle Woods, this quote from Elle Woods, she had this wedding dress on and the fabric wasn't going to work. And she was like, you know, if the fabric doesn't work with you, don't work with it. And I feel like I've spent my whole entire life, my whole life trying to please people. And I felt in this in-between, in-between place of trying to fit in, but also wanting to stand out but being too afraid to stand out because of the people I wanted to fit in with's opinion and I realized their opinions don't really matter because I don't even like them and why would I want their opinion of me because they don't even know me and I was always I'd always say like oh they hate me everyone hates me nobody likes me and it was a joke but I was like Emma I was I was putting that into existence that negative energy and I the self-deprecating humor that I always had, I think it came from a place of insecurity and a place of, you know, like thinking and accepting the fact that nobody liked me. But that's not true because I just never really allowed people to get to know the true me. 
And I was talking to Tyler, my boyfriend. I know, crazy. I have a boyfriend. Did we mention that? That we are officially boyfriend and girlfriend? I know, crazy. Commitment, scary stuff, right? Terrifying. Like, so scary. But anyway, he was saying, I was talking to him, like, you know, I feel like every time I go on a date, um, I would put on this performance. Like, what do they want to hear? What do they want to say? You guys, I literally on a date have given a man, showed him my Miss Lacrosse resume, like literally applying, applying to be like accepted by this guy to show all the good things about me. And when I went on a date with Tyler, this voice inside of me, our first date was like, Emma, just be yourself. Be as crazy as you possibly can be. Be the most craziest version of yourself. And if he doesn't like that, that part of you is going to come out eventually and rather he see it now than like three three months from now you know when you really like him and then he's like this isn't who I went on a first date with and I think that's my problem why I couldn't get three dates is because I would put this false version of myself on the first date and you can't keep that act for so long and I didn't really know who I was because I was trying to be somebody that they I thought they wanted me to be and I think a lot of times that's what I got in trouble with. Um, going into another story, my uh, senior year of high school, it was homecoming, and I ordered this pretty red dress. And I thought this red dress was so pretty, and I loved this red dress. And it came in the mail, and it didn't fit. And I cried, and I cried, and it was two days before homecoming, and I had nothing to wear, nothing to wear. And it almost fit. It does not quite fit. And I starved myself. I ran till I died. And it wasn't even my body. It was just like my rib cage. Like I can't make my rib cage smaller. Like it wasn't even, it it was just not going to fit. And I called my best friend crying because I didn't have a dress to wear. And I loved this dress. And so I came over to her house and she had all the pageant dresses. And I tried them on and another red dress fit. And it looked so pretty on me. And I knew that this was the one I had wasn't the one for me. And it fit my best friend perfectly. And I realized, you know, that sometimes with boys, you can think something is perfect for you. And then you try it on and you realize it doesn't fit as like you thought it was. And it didn't look as good as you on you as you thought. And sometimes you can think something is best for you, but really it's not. And there's something better out there for you. And another story kind of similar to that. I don't know why I think every shopping experience is spiritual, but it is. I swear shopping is from the Lord. Um, You can quote me on that. So, okay. I bought this interview dress for Miss Lacrosse on Nordstrom Rack, and I loved it. I thought it looked so cute on the model. It was this light blue, cute collar. It was adorable. And it came in the mail, and I tried it on, and I wanted to like it. I wanted to love it. And I just, I couldn't get there. Like, I just didn't feel like myself in it. Like, it made me look a little bulky and I felt a little bloated. And I was just like, oh, maybe it's like, I felt very insecure in it. It wasn't super flattering. I loved the color, but didn't love the color on me. And was like, I don't really want to wear this dress. But like, I feel like I have to like it because I have no other option, which I did have other options. I just, this, I really wanted to wear this dress because it looked good on the model and I thought it would look on me, but it didn't. And I'm like five nothing, and the model was like five eight, and so this dress literally comes down to my ankles. And I was like, this does not look good, and I didn't want to pay to get hemmed. So, super bummed. So I went to TJ Maxx because TJ Maxx is 
also from the Lord. Like, it is a gift from God. All good things are from the Lord. Well, I went to the TJ Maxx two days in a row. One day with my friends, and then one day by myself. And the day with my friends, we were just shopping. I did get stuff with them, but then the next day I went, and I was just shopping. And TJ Maxx doesn't always have the best dresses. I usually just go there for some Calvin Klein workout clothes. But I was looking in the dresses, which usually don't find anything, and I had love made love at first sight with this dress and I was like oh my gosh this is my dress and it had my size it was on sale it's this light purple it looked so good on me my mom loved it it was just it was meant to be and I realized you know you have to let go of what you think you want so God can provide and have room to bring you the thing that you want most so you know there's those times where it's like you want something so bad and you're holding on to something because you think you should like it but the moment you let it go and give it to God that's when he gives you something better and that's what happened with me and Tyler I liked him and then I was like I need to let him go and I did because I wasn't sure like we couldn't share that faith aspect and then he came to Jesus and now we have this strong relationship built on faith and boundaries and you know actual true like the like we value each other and respect each other and we did before but it's like different because it's rooted in faith and um it's it's a lot different and it's something that I wouldn't have had if I wouldn't have let him go and I am really appreciative for that you know I kind of felt like when it came to dating I you know you I said I put on like a performance or I tried to be somebody I wasn't because I thought who I was wasn't good enough But I realized after talking to Tyler, you know, I was completely myself on our first date. You guys, when I tell you, I literally looked at him and I was like, I'm going to pretend to be a pop star and you're going to roll with it. And we blasted Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo, Mr. Perfectly Fine by Taylor Swift, like literally all all the songs. And I had put my hand out like a microphone and literally like pretended he was the guy who dumped me at Champagne Problems or... Um, traitor I really got into you know and he looked at me and laughed and thought I was so funny but any other guy I would have done that too would have thought I was crazy for a first date like I just showed who I was on our first date and I was like you know what if he likes me if he doesn't that has nothing to do with me but it has everything to do with you know some people you could be the sweetest peach and they're not gonna like peaches for me I'm like super sour like I don't know, really, I'm like an avocado, you know, you either love it or you don't, like, avocados, you don't just kind of like avocados, right, you either love avocados and you're a normal person, or you don't like avocados, and you're not in with the trends, but, like, here's the thing, when I was little, I loved avocados, I did, and then I decided one day I hated them, which is, like, how most guys are with me, Um, but then I realized that one day, I tried an avocado again, and I loved it. You know, it just, our taste buds, like, our hearts, like, change. You know, like, like I thought that I didn't look good in a certain color. And I tried on a certain color, and it actually kind of looked good. You know, I, okay. Also, the whole biker shorts thing, not a fan. We're not even going to get into it. But, like, you know, so many people like the biker shorts going on, but I don't like them. 
They're not flattering. They make me look super fat. And I just don't like them. But everyone else does. And it's like, okay, I am not going to try to wear biker shorts at all. I would rather put a bullet to my head than wear biker shorts. But everyone else loves them. But that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with biker shorts. I mean, to me, there are. But, like, everyone else likes it, you know? It has nothing to do with them. But it's just, like, how somebody, like, feels about it. And that really has nothing to do with you. It's like, but somebody doesn't like, like, you'll love, you know? And what most guys thought was a little dramatic and a handful, Tyler thinks it's hilarious. And there's nothing he would want to change about me. So my point is, find somebody that, like, you can be yourself around. And that counts for friends, too. Like, if you feel like you can't be yourself around your friends, that they're not your true friends. Because true friends like you for who you are. Even in your rocky times, the times where you forget who you are, they always stand by your side because they see the good in you and they believe in you even when you don't. So I, uh, my advice, if I could look back on my younger self, aka me a couple months ago, is like, just because somebody likes, doesn't like you for who you are, doesn't mean that nobody else is. Like you are perfectly wonderfully made by the creator of this universe And if somebody doesn't like you, that does not say anything about your value as a person or your worth. It just says something about them and what they like and what they don't like. And you deserve somebody that doesn't want to change you. Trust me, I was in a relationship who this kid wanted nothing more than to change my complete being. And that's not true love. That is like, when you're trying to change somebody, you don't truly like them. But Tyler, he accepts me for who I am. And... I don't have to change myself. I can just be my true self. I don't have to try to act or look a certain way because I know that he will accept me for who I am. There's nothing I could do or not do that will make him like me any less or more than he does now. Um, But I think it's super important to come to the realization that the more you try to fit in with other people, I actually found myself losing confidence in myself. You know, I was kind of compromising who I was to be, to fit in and, in the end, I realized I was born to stand out, and I had such low self-esteem, and I think it was because I was people-pleasing. So if somebody doesn't want to be your friend, and they don't like you, let them go, because God is going to bring somebody into your life that does. And uh, coming from somebody with ADHD, I am very sensitive to rejection, very sensitive to rejection, and it hurts. Um, but I think the th- thing is, is you got to look rejection into the face and be like, you have to tell yourself and switch the language in your brain. It's like, instead of saying, I am like, nobody likes me, say God likes me. God loves me and he created me and he fully loves me for who I am. And like, you have to, if you try to get those lies out of your head, you have to replace them with something. So I recommend the Bible and what God says about you. I highly recommend the book, The Sparkle Effect. It literally has so many truths that you can keep reminding yourself. And I feel like the more you fill your head with positive things, um, it'll be harder for those negative things to come up. Because your brain is going to be constantly looking for things to validate those thoughts in your head, whatever those thoughts are. And so make if you make them positive, you're going to be looking for positive things in your life. And if you make them negative, you're going to attract negative things. Because like what you... What you put out is what you attract. I was putting out insecurity and negativity and self-deprecation. And so what did I retract? People that self-deprecated like deprecated me, made me feel not good enough. And because that's what I 
that's what I attracted. And then I switched my heart around to be like, I am worth more than that. I am worth so much more than somebody just using me for my body. And instead, when I switched that mindset, I found somebody who put on twinkly lights in the garage and asked me to prom as a senior in college. Somebody who wrote me a letter telling me how much I mean to them. So I always remember that somebody's there because backstory, I have ADHD and somebody with ADHD, there's this thing called emotional um, object impermanence where even you're alone, you forget that you're loved because there's nobody currently there, you know, reminding you or talking to you. <laughs> and so sometimes, you know, I, I struggle being alone is because when there's nobody there, I think nobody likes me or nobody loves me. And that's like an ADHD brain. That's how it works. Super weird. It's so stupid. But he wrote me a letter so I could always remember that even if he's not there or even if nobody's around me, that some people still care about me. And that is so sweet. You know, like, and, uh, you know, I think having that faith that, you know, Jesus loves you and he made you and he hand knitted you to be who you are. Once you have that ingrained in your brain, you will never accept anything less than somebody treating you like okay think about it like this your identity are you putting it into things of this world and like for me I was trying to be accepted by the world but by trying to be accepted by the world I felt worse about myself and the moment I stayed true to who I am and did things the right way that was when I started to see me blossom into the person that I truly believe God created me to be and next week, we're going to have an awesome guest. I'm so excited. Our first guest, her name's Katie Bloomer, and she's going to talk more about this. But she has a podcast called um, Truth For Your 20s. And so we're going to kind of be going off of this idea of, you know, dating and what it's like dating in your 20s because she is the sweetest. She's everything I want to be when I grow up. So, so excited. And I'll talk to you guys soon.